Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you agree with animal testing if it means a treatment for the coronavirus can be found? Which is looking closer and closer, we hope. Um, last month, people of uh, for the ethical treatment of animals, PETA, uh, penned a letter to Yale University President Peter Salovey uh, calling on Yale to stop animal experimentation during and after COVID-19 crisis. Now, the letter urged Yale to stop current and new animal experiments, ban the breeding and purchase of research animals and increase transparency around its animal testing. And according to Shailene Gala, uh, who's the Vice President of PETA's Laboratory Investigations Department, many universities have killed researched animals, uh, so they are killed research animals, uh, so that the remaining animals would be easier to care for amid staff shortages in COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, PETA has also sent uh, similar messages to universities across the country. And the university's website states, if possible, animal research should be ramped down, curtailed and postponed in response to the pandemic, but it stipulates that staff will provide care to animals still in laboratories and Yale Animal Resources Centre will continue daily to care for the animals among the facilities. Now, I'm not going to go into it too deeply, right? Uh, I can tell you all about the, all the different developments that are going on around the world at the moment as we speak, but there are epidemiologists and virologists all over the world scrambling as we speak to test different cures and different viruses. Many of those viruses, or vaccines, should I say, many of those vaccines will be tested on animals, probably rabbits, mice, rats, and ultimately primates, because primates are closest to human beings. And the reason they will do that is they'll do it during clinical trials to make sure that the vaccines are not dangerous to us human beings, and that if obviously there's a serious side effect, the primate will get it before we do because we consider ourselves more important than primates and more important than rabbits and rats and dogs and pigs and every other animal. Every year, thousands and thousands of animals, millions of animals around the world, are given high doses of viruses, um, different bacteria, um, and all sorts of different diseases, so we can learn how to cure them. And I want to know, do you think it's right? Do you agree with animal testing in the search for treatment for a vaccine for coronavirus or a cure for coronavirus? Considering it is the most dangerous pandemic, according to experts, that we've had in this country since the Spanish flu. So do you agree with animal testing in the search for the treatment or the vaccine for coronavirus? Yes, you do. Or no, you don't. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Michael, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Michael? Uh, good evening, Niall. It's, um, sorry about the way I feel. Um, why, why, why do you, you sound a bit down there, Michael. Are you all right? I am down because I, I have a little dog and I have a nearly over nearly 17 years. And um, it was only a matter of time. I, I had a feeling in my heart and soul oh, no. that eventually they were going to go down this road with the animals. Should have been doing it for years with monkeys. And, and but where's your little dog now? Oh, she's beside me here. Oh, jeez, I thought you were going to tell me he was at the dying, Michael. No, no, oh, no. Oh, jeez, no, Michael, no, Michael no. what are you doing to me? <laughs> no, no, but what I mean is, so you can understand people who have animals are not going to come on your show and say, yeah, I agree, because I would be very surprised if they do. But I suppose we're so, people are so desperate to find the answer, find a cure. This is a phenomenon. Uh, I don't know how you feel or your listeners. This, this is the greatest phenomenon since I think we've had the swine flu, we've had other diseases throughout the, throughout the ages. 
But this this is like a silent killer. It's like a, it's like well, a the swine flu killed quite a lot of people too. Not uh, not as quickly as this particular no, virus, not but it did kill quite a lot. And the swine flu is still there, by the way. But this 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 thing seems to be going for elderly people who have symptoms, and yet what I can't understand. And please, just bear me one second. Is families are immune to it, right? Like uh, wives, husbands, children, right? And yet you have couples who are just going with each other and they seem to be immune to it. Now, I'm not Well, well, I don't think anyone's immune to it. When you say they're immune to it, what do you mean they're immune to it? They don't seem to get it. Like, people... Well, well, a lot of... Yeah, yeah, but a lot of people do get it but just don't show the symptoms the way others would. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be... It seems to be... It's like the same same way some people will get the flu and they're not too bad, they have a bit of a cough and a cold, whereas others will be knocked out by it. Yeah, it seems that if you have some sort of an ailment, this this of course it's going to affect it, you yeah, more. It, yes, it, it goes yeah. it go it goes straight for the gullet, and that's by the, by the, and lungs that's the end. In this case, yeah, yeah, and that's it then. Yeah. So it's 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 one of it's absolutely frightening. Now people can't come on your radio show tonight and say, "Oh well, it's just one of those things. We're not really scared." But I tell you one thing: you must be some brave person not to be scared, because I'm bloody well scared. Right. I'm bloody well scared. Are you scared? Because so many people have, so many people, and we, we all know, we come on, like, life to me is like a train journey. When we're born, we get on a train, and all our lives, we, start, we, go, we go to different stops during our lives. And this, 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 this is like a train journey, but we know if we get this, and it's there. I'm not saying it's waiting for us, but if you have an ailment, people are saying, well, it's good night to you. Well, yeah, yeah, so, if, you, if, you, if you have a serious underlying condition, you're not in a good place. No, no, that's not probably, in, Well, that's no. what I mean. Sorry yeah. about that. I don't want to upset No, 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 you're not upsetting people. I think people know this. They, people, everybody, but, everybody but knows this. But you're in a good place. Yeah. Now, um, I really do, I'm not as, I don't know about yourself, I'm a little bit spiritualist, mm-hmm. but I think maybe, I really do think this now, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm out of order saying this, but, and please forgive me for saying this, but I think we really need to pray. I don't care whether it's the, to Muhammad or to, a, to, a, to, a, to the bushes or to the flowers. We need to do something because prayer is a very powerful thing. Now, I know well, for some, yes, for some people, they'd give a lot of comfort. I am not going yeah. to disagree with that. I'm not religious myself. But for, yeah, I know, I know. that. But, but, but no, I respect not, the fact that you want to pray. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying to you is, uh, and uh, uh, just one more thing, and thank you for not giving me the time. I no, really no, you don't have to, Michael. It. You don't have to thank me for giving you time. But, but I want to hear what you want to say. Has, first of all, the government. You see, in the last couple of weeks, I have been reading the paper like yourself, and it seems the papers are coming out with forced. Well, it could be another week. It could be another two weeks. Now the government know exactly, know exactly in their hearts and soul from Mon Oil. But what they're doing is, there's a spin doctor in that doll or somewhere along this path, and he's spilling yardens to the, to the papers. It's very funny, when you pick up a paper, or just, uh, any Sunday paper, or even on the internet, on your own internet, and thousands of people are using internet tonight. Now you'll read it on that before you hear the government tomorrow. They'll say, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now isn't it very strange, and I, 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 I cornered this a couple of a, a nights ago, um, and I just said, that's very strange now. I'm reading this. And two days later, 
the government came out onto the steps and said it. And I said, I've heard this before. Well, so what they, well, yeah, well, Michael, you know as well as I do, and no matter whether it's a budget, whether it's an election, whatever, it, it's called kite flying. The government yeah. purposely, they do it all the time, yeah. they will leak information. And the reason they leak it is they want to get a sense of how people feel about it. Let's say, for example, uh, coming up to Tuesday, there was yeah. leaked information the other day. Um, yeah. I, know, I don't know when it was legitimate or it wasn't legitimate, but they were saying leaving cert students will be going back to school soon, right? Now, I yeah. don't know if that's true or not. We'll know on Tuesday. But the government... No, they're not going back. Yeah, well, well, I, well, I don't know whether they will be or not, right? But the government will leak information. They may have leaked that. They leak information... It gets out into the media, it gets onto social media, and they look at how people react to it. If people don't react too badly to it, we might go ahead and do it. If they react badly to it, we might rethink it. That's called, kite, mean, it's called kite flying, and every government yeah. does that. Yeah, and we seem to be waiting for what England are doing, or what the other countries are doing. Mm. I know, maybe we have to, I don't know. It seems no, we're to looking be, at a few other countries, I suppose. Chain. Yeah. It seems to be okay. chain after chain after chain. And how, Michael, how, well, I, I'm assuming, I, what age are you, Michael, by the way? I'm in my 50s. Okay, well, you're only a young fella, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and are you living on your own? No, I'm a little more than 50 now. I leave it at that. Okay. I'm living on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and, and are, you, are you getting out? Oh, I'm getting out. Um, I've got to the stage in Isle now where I'm beginning to absolutely get pissed off because... Are you, I getting, are you, are you feeling off. a bit depressed? A bit down? I am, yeah, 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 absolutely. Very down. Because what's happening now, I've never experienced this in my life. And then you have, like... Uh, you're going out with a mask, you're going out with gloves, and, it, and some people are looking at you as if you're a prara, as if you're some sort of an alien from, from out of I know, space. I know that, yeah, yeah. And it's very hurtful, Niall. It's very, it's very, it's not the grade, I understand. Now, some people are saying that the mask doesn't work, but it does work in the shop. And yet you see elderly people, I, have, I, I, I could tell you a story, but it's... it's I don't, I don't see any harm. If people want to wear a mask, let them wear yeah. a mask. If they feel but better wearing a mask, let them the, wear it. Yeah, yeah. but the, the thing about it... Uh, like thousands of other people, I never, never, you're only a young man yourself, you sound only young. I'm 56. I've never experienced this in my lifetime. But what, what, what I will say this, Niall, and I'm not psychic, what is coming next? But, but this is the, the whole thing that everybody's talking about. If we're going to react like this every time we get a virus, um, or a serious virus, you know, we can kiss our ass goodbye to the global economy. Um, but look, that, that hopefully we learn a lot from this, and hopefully we learn how to do things in the future. Like, for example, in Taiwan, they have only had six deaths, and they've only got 200 and something cases. And the reason is, is because they had a bad case of SARS, they learned what to do, and from the very start, before the WHO even gave out any information on this, whether it was human-human contact, they, all, they locked down. So they ended up stopping it before it even started. And, and that's what we'll probably all have to learn to do. But, but stay there for a second. I, I, let me get back to the animal cruelty if I can. Because, uh, and I want you to stay with me, Michael. Andy, you're yeah. on Classic Kids. Andy, uh, would you object? I mean, I know a lot of people object to animals being used for testing, you know, for medical testing. I mean, I think everybody objects to them being used for cosmetics and stuff like that. And most of that's banned anyway. But I mean, got would, that one, yeah. Yeah, would, you, would you object to, say, animals, you know, be it rabbits or primates or whatever, being used to test a vaccine for yeah. COVID-19? Why? Why would you? Well, some people would because they say it's unfair. They have rights too, you know. That's I'm only giving you the opposite argument. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're only in a global pandemic where there's thousands of people dying. Um, yeah, I mean, why? Why would you even worry about a rabbit at this stage? You know, um, like the, the only and again, like there's, there's lots of experts out there and there's lots of talk and you can take as much vitamin C as you like and be absolutely fine. I'm sort of one of these people that believes in modern medicine 
And there's only certain ways that modern medicine can be developed, and, and part of that is through the, the animal testing before you go into human testing. So, um, yeah, I, I, I do think it's quite important we get a vaccine. And are the, uh, animals, the animals who die as a result of that, and many animals will die because many vaccines will be trialled and won't work. Yep, um, they may, it might kill them. Um, and many other, you know, cures. Yeah, of uh, course. Uh, the animals will die. Does that matter? Nobody wants to see animal suffering, but essentially it's like we are homo sapiens. We are the top of the food chain, and, and we have the authority to decide, you know, how, how we develop this vaccine. And part of that means animals below us are expandable. We eat animals. You know, we kill animals. We electrocute them. We stun them. We cut their throats, and, and we chop them up, and, and, and we eat them beef burgers. So, you know, there's, there's, you know if you're going to eat meat, can't object really to sort of testing out vaccines on animals, can you? Well, the vegetarians and the vegans would disagree with you, and the, num- the numbers... Can I ask them a question? Exactly, and they don't eat meat. <laughs> can I ask them a question? Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, I don't know if you've... Not, have you had, I don't know whether this, the chat you're talking to there has a, a, an animal or a dog. Well, he does, he has dogs, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. So how would you feel if, if a law came in tomorrow where all the animals would say dogs and all had to be collected? How would you feel about that? To be tested, well, yeah. I, so I think, yeah, I you get his question. Principle, principle, Michael, isn't it? If, if would you be prepared to eat meat? Or, you know, would you kill an animal? You know, I, yes or no? No, if, if, you, if you want to eat meat, then you should be prepared to kill animals. Uh, anyway, it's I, a fair question he's asked you, Andy. Hypothetically, if the government said they needed your dog, they needed your dog to test a cure tomorrow, there's a good chance your dog would die. Would you give your dog up? Shove the fucking two of them under a bus. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, there's the answer to your question, Michael. Oh, do you know what? I swear to God, uh, do you know what? My dog, my dog's practically seventeen years old. I've had it for seventeen years. And do you honestly think if, if they came to my dog, they'd have to take me with the dog? <laughs> yeah, but you honestly think they're actually going to go no, around not gonna go collecting fucking dogs. dogs? You know what I mean? He's like, oh, but the they, army no, outside, they've come for my dog. I know, but he, I, I do understand the point he's making. It's hypothetical. Yes, they do breed these animals for testing anyway. Yeah. Hypothetically, if you're not prepared to kill an animal, you shouldn't eat meat. That's the that's principle that I work under, so... Yeah, I mean, I love my dogs, and they're my two best friends, and they're always happy to see me, and I, I spend a lot of quality time with them. But if it really came to, you know, the greater good of the human race, would I would I be prepared to expend my, my dogs? Then, unfortunately, the answer would be yes. So that's it, you know? It's, it's not, it's not, I'm not I don't care. it's not I don't care about my dogs, I love them a bit. But what we've got to say is that there has to be a vaccine. You can talk about herd immunity, and all you want, and, and you know, Sweden was mentioned earlier, and, and you sort of say, well, their death rate is way higher than their like fellow Nordic countries. So I mean, yeah, it's, know, not, it's not that much. It's actually lower than ours per head of population. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. By the way, I'm not going to get into the debate tonight. It's a long. It's a bigger debate. No, let's, let's, they have let's, a different yeah. way of life. They have a different population, uh, and they, they do have some restrictions. By the way, um, they are. They have banned mass gatherings uh, so much so there's a big festival on this weekend. I, I heard earlier on, and they're spreading manure on the ground to stop people from gathering together. That's so, right. Yeah, so you see so now, they are. They do have some restrictions. They just haven't go close the schools. Uh, they they haven't that, closed restaurants and bars. You know, but I mean, it's a different strategy. And and in fairness. Everybody said three weeks ago, Andy, everybody said three weeks ago when people were talking about Sweden, oh, you watch what happens. They're going to spike. They still haven't spiked. They're still the same. Obviously, the numbers of people who have died are growing, just like they are here and everywhere else. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, they're not. They're not growing here. We're actually, I think we're reducing on it. We have have more deaths than America per head of population. 
Yeah, well... Look. I mean, yeah, we have. America have 179 per million. We have 230 per million, I think. Yeah, so, just just watch just watch America now. Just oh, no, no, I, 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 and I'm waiting. I was told this two weeks ago. You watch what happens in America. It still hasn't happened. And yes, you could be right. It could happen. I don't know. But I see, you've got, but see, you got to look geographically at different countries. America is a very different country to Ireland. Uh, the population yeah, is spread out. No, no, no. But apart from that, the, the population is spread out. Um, you'll go down to, you know, uh, states or uh, different cities around the, uh, around America and you'll see how vastly spread out they are. The only dense populations they have are in places like California and New York. No, well, I think there's more than that. Well, now. there is. I'm, I'm talking about very dense. New York was hit really badly because of the subway uh, because people are crammed in together and they're in the subways. And that's why London was hit particularly badly and Paris. And, 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 and the UK closed their schools a week after, you know, we did. And there was, I just watched something well, today, yeah. you know, that Northern Ireland's got higher, you know, higher per million, you know, death rate than, than, than Ireland. And it was an ITM report about how come Ireland are doing things the right way and why did the UK fail? And one of the things was that the UK was slow and, and closing down things like schools. So there's, there's lots and lots of things that everybody will, like, come back and learn from this. I, I think our biggest mistake, and I'm not going to. We, we could talk about this all day. Is our testing? Our testing was abysmal, and it's disastrous, and still is. No. Uh, and hopefully they'll improve it. But let's not go back into that. Getting back to the animals again. Yes, sorry. What are you, what yeah, are you trying to chuck say? them under a bus. Chuck them under a bus. Well, so, say, Niall, yeah, Michael, go ahead. Sorry about that. Um, you were talking about. Uh, yeah, it, they're never going to get to the end of the testing here. There's too many of them. There's, I don't know many people walking around Dublin that have it. I'm not being smart. I'm not being. Well, I'm not probably being about bigger. twenty times as many as we believe. Yeah. Yeah. So there. Yeah. But at the same time. But I tell you what I would like now, I would like to pay tribute myself, and I'm sure thousands of your listeners that are listening to the show tonight feel the same, the courage of these doctors, these carers, the people that work in nursing homes. I want to pay a special tribute to them. And when this is all over, we, when, when it's all over and we get back to normality, which I hope someday we will. We will very soon. But I tell you one thing, I hope we have, like a St. Patrick's Day, where over a million or more people torn out in the streets of Dublin and let these carers, doctors, nurses walk down O'Connell Street and we cheer them the best way we can. Okay, we'll stay there for a second. Let me go to Podrick. Podrick, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Podrick? Podrick, you there? Uh, Hello, Pat. Is it Pat? It's Pat. No time time no here, Neil. Uh, Well, well, they told me your name was Podrick. Sorry about that. Pat, Pat, Pat. Okay. Well, Pat, Pat, do you agree with animal testing? No, sir. No, sir. And why don't you agree with it? Well, the, the, uh, the reason we're in a mess we are today is because of the, the way we treat animals. Like you, I told your researcher last, last night, I saw Bill Maher. I don't know if you know Bill Maher. I do know Maher. Bill Maher. I've heard, well, I don't know him personally, but I've heard of him, yeah. Yeah, well, he, uh, he did a thing about um, Tiger King. Oh, I've watched it, yeah. Yeah. And we gave a five-minute speech, and I tell you what, he made more sense than all the other stuff I've heard. In what respect, Pat? He said we got what we deserved, the way we treated animals, the environment, and so on. So what, you think this is like some sort of global payback? This is nature's way of paying us back, is it? Mother Nature kicking us back, I suppose. You could say that. But that's that's kind of, that's a theory you have. I, I can't agree right, there now. Watch, watch Bill Maher. I tell you, even some of the Republicans that hate him admit that he was telling the truth, that he was spot on the money. 
So, okay, but the point that Andy is making is, uh, you know, throughout the decades, well, the last, certainly the last 10 decades, we have relied on the pharmaceutical industry testing vaccines, cures, medications on animals to make sure they don't kill us as human beings and keep us alive. And they have succeeded, contrary to what the conspiracy theorists will tell you, they have succeeded in extending our lives, uh, so much so that the population of the world has quadrupled over the last 100 years. So, we're getting old. Yeah, well, we are getting older. So, Pat, you know, you can't deny that there has been a benefit to using animals for testing vaccines. Well, maybe there was, but uh, this is 2020. Surely there's a better way than getting dogs, be- beagles, and monkeys and whatever. There's got to be a better way. But, if there, but surely animals. if there was a better way, they'd be doing it. Oh, I don't know. It's an easier way to grab an animal and fill them full of drugs and stuff like that. You know what I sure, I know you might you might find this disgusting, but I, what I'd like to do is get someone like Ted Bundy now or someone like that. Test on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of pedophiles and murderers in jail. We could do it on Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with you. But, but, but okay, but, but, but hang on, Andy. I mean, okay, that's obviously talking shite. Andy. Yeah. In relation to, we wouldn't be allowed to do it, uh, even though, even if we'd like to, we wouldn't be allowed to do it on the pedophiles no, and murderers. You need, you need, you need, you need a bigger yeah, group. Right, yeah. yeah, we need a bigger group of people. Uh, okay, yeah. but getting back to what Pat said, you know that you know we, there should be a better way of doing this. This is 2020, Andy. Um, now clearly there isn't because I bet they probably well, do it. Absolutely, and I'm not a scientist now, so I mean, I just go with sort of, you know, I, I go with the media height of, of, and you know, my basic understanding of how scientific principles work, and that is that, you know, we develop vaccines before we go and inject human beings, you know, we need to test them on a lower level, and that lower level is some sort of animal. So, you know, what, what do people actually want here in terms of, or what do people really think we can do? Because... What you can do, you're going to do like develop a bit of DNA sort of goo and start injecting it and hope you've got the right thing. You know, it, well, maybe, well, maybe that is the future, you know. And, and maybe that's no, the future now, but we are yeah. the present now. Yeah, sorry, Michael. Um, I don't know. You hear different stories, different rumours, but I'd like to ask that chap there that's on the other end of the phone. If it's a thing that it did leak from a lab in China and it's been... If it's a thing that was leaked long, long before all this sparked all over the world, that this was, this was already out, and it was, it was starting to go all over the world, right? Because people were... Now, if it's a thing that it came from the lab, why would we want to use animals? Because they didn't use animals in the lab. They because used something else. To produce it in the first why, place. Why, why are we even entertaining such crappy conspiracy theories? You know, that's the whole, like, it is. Well, where do you think it came, well, where do you think it came from? Well, because, basically, going off what, you know, let's say, educated scientific people say, it came from the wet, the wet markets, the animal markets, where, I think your previous, you know, guy that was on, the English guy, was talking about the bats, and why do these viruses not affect bats, and one program, it was a brilliant program, BBC, Panorama, sort of, Program yeah, yeah, that shows the metabolic rate. The metabolic rate of bats is about you know a hundred times that of the human being. So you know the virus can survive in, in these animals, and then these animals go into wet markets where they're closely packed. Other animals allowed you know the the virus to jump in its sort of wet form 
from one thing to another, and that's what you know. Yeah, I, I, Michael, I, you know, I think Michael, there's a, there's a few conspiracy theories out there, uh, and I think the world and its mother knows at this stage it didn't come from a lab; it actually did come from the wet market, and this is where most viruses over the last hundred years have come from, with the exception of MERS, which came from the Middle East. That's why it was called MERS, the Middle Eastern uh, virus. Okay, but getting getting back to sorry, Patrick, I want to come to Dermot in a second as well. Uh, Patrick, do you believe that or Pat? Sorry, Pat, do you believe that? Um, Animals should have the same rights as human beings. I yes, I agree. Yeah. Are you a vegan? Why? Are you a vegan? Uh, we're, we're, hold on a second. We're supposed to be more intelligent animals. <laughs> you, you look at history. Come on. Yeah, that, that's why we control animals. You know, we we farm animals. You know, we produce chickens in chicken like farms, and you know, we eat them. Battery and, farms, and, yeah. and, mm. You know. That, that's that's what we are. We are the highest species, and therefore, we, like we, we we manufacture these animals for our consumption. And whether it's consumption through diet or consumption through medical research, we manufacture these animals. So, and we have you, know. you believe we have the right to do that, but Pat, you don't believe we have the right to use animals. Well, but Pat, are you a vegan, by the way? I'm down to um, I do two day two days a week without eating meat. Yes, that's not really well. That's not really dedicated oh, God, to the cause, yeah, is this? You know, really? that's healthy. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, well, well, no, but hang on. There's nothing wrong with uh, abstaining from meat for two days a week. You know, I mean, everybody suggests. I mean, even everybody would. Any doctor would suggest you don't eat meat every day. Yeah, yeah. And it's not easy because you. I was brought up with meat, and uh, everywhere you go, there's meat. There's McDonald's. There's KFC. Everywhere you go. But, but are you not well, then? Not like, are you not? Are, are you not in so? And I don't. I'm not trying to insult you, but are you not somewhat a hypocrite then by suggesting I su- to us? I suppose I am. Yeah, I suppose I am. Mm. And, but I am trying. I am trying. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. It's called trying. trying. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's, just, uh, <laughs> do we? Well, uh, Pat, are you kind of saying we kind of deserve this then? That is more to say might is right. Just because we're stronger and more intelligent, we, we, we call the shots. That's sort of like Hitler, you know. You know is his name Pat? His, his name is Pat. Sorry, I'd like to ask Pat a question. Yeah, ask Pat a question. Do you, yeah, sorry, Pat. Do you, sorry for intrude. Do you think with this virus, deadly virus, it's killed, I couldn't even count how many people it's killed. Do you think from the bottom of your heart that this came from animals? It seems to have, yes. Or do you think this could have came from something... I'm not, I don't, as as Niall is right, Niall is right, it, it could be just conspiracy theories. And, yeah, I, like, I, don't, I don't think it's man-made. Yeah, I mean, I know there are people out there that believe that, uh, Michael, but well, I don't, I, I don't I, think I it's... Michael Maris said yesterday, what do you expect when you have animals on top of one another? Chickens, pigs, cows... So I've seen the wet markets. I've seen them eating live animals, for God's sake. Raw, live animals, obviously raw. Uh, Dermot, you're on Classic Kids. Go ahead, Dermot. Oh, sorry, where's Dermot? There he is there. Dermot, how are you? Sorry, good evening. Um, Dermot, um, firstly, I'll ask you, I know you wanted to talk to Michael there for a second, but, but in saying that, do you agree with animal testing? Um, talk, talk to Michael. No, no, no. I don't, uh, I don't agree with animal testing per se, but in an emergency situation where it affects human, humankind, you have no choice to, if, if, if a pandemic comes down the line that's going to wipe out, wipe out human beings and possibly not animals, well, then obviously animals have to be tested, and that's just the way it is. Just uh, briefly, did you watch, um, I'm surprised you bring it up, did you watch CNN last night of Tony Fauci? I didn't, no. No, well, Tony Fauci came on last night, and they have a drug, and I have it, I won't get go into details, obviously, because it's not for me to say, but I have it on good authority 
that they are, that the world uh, health people, virologists around the world, are exceptionally excited about this drug. I've, I've heard that there, that there is a possible um, treatment. Now, it's not obviously a vaccine, but it's a treatment no, no, that reduces no, the symptoms. No, that's where you're wrong. That's where you're wrong, because it looks very much the way this drug is going. Now, obviously, it's not for me to say for sure, but it looks like they may very well have found the drug that can kill the virus. Right, OK. So it's literally a cure. Yep. OK. Absolutely. 100%. And I, only in the last half an hour... The, the one of the top men in this country that that everybody knows. I'm not going to mention by name, obviously. And he he is absolutely he's on TV tonight, and he has never been more excited, more upbeat that this could very well be a turning point. Could be a turning point. Well, that, now, well, well, well that's great news, and I and I know uh, I I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes. Um, I was actually I was trying to get him today actually on the phone, um, but I know well, you're talking about. Yeah, he's, he's a very busy man, Niall. Oh, I'm, he's, I'm pretty sure he is the moment, yes. Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I certainly am not in any position putting any words in anybody's mouth. But, all but no, 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 I, I've heard that people are excited about this uh, so-called cure. Um, and um, I'm not going to go into it. I don't know too much about it myself. On the, I'm not going to go too much into it in the air. But I'm sure tomorrow there will be more information out about it. Um, and I know people should be getting excited about it because the people who know best. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, Michael, Gee, Michael's just a bit down, yeah. Yeah. No, I tell you, no, I, let, let me, let me fight me corner. The, the reason why I'm down is that the fact is you're told so many things. You can't, uh, this will be one week, two weeks, three weeks. And then when it comes up to two weeks, oh, this, 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 this has to go on for another week. But it's not just me. Please don't get me wrong. There's a lot of people out there now starting to get really, really down about all this. Like, if they, if they should turn around and tell us, okay, we're going to be honest with you. This lockdown is going to go on for another two months. Well, fair enough. But to tell us then, oh, well, we'll let you know on Friday. We'll let you know next week. That's building a lot of people's hopes up. If, we've, had this, Michael, we've had this conversation before since this pandemic broke out. If Leo Varadkar came on the radio next, or on TV next week and, and said, I'm sorry, guys, we're in lockdown till December, would you yeah. be any more cheerful being told that you're not getting outside your door pretty much that life as it is I'd be now. swimming to the Caribbean. I'd be swimming. I'd be getting out of the I'd be heading. No, but I can tell you now, Darren, I wouldn't be dealing with that very well. Okay. I wouldn't be, no. I, 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 and, I, and I'm one of the lucky people who still gets to go to work, by the way. I'm, I'm, I'm like you, Niall. I get to go to get out every day. So, uh, you, think, yeah. so you think there, Niall, you think because he doesn't want to say that, and he's hoping for this vaccine. I hope it works. I hope so. I'll keep your fingers crossed. But yeah. from your own experience, Niall, do you think he, he know? I'm not saying he know. He he's just a human being like us. I know he's a T-shirt and all that, but he's just human like us. Mm-hmm. And he's not like he the, doesn't, really have, okay, the point he doesn't is, have the answers. But the point is what I'm saying to you. Um, he knows what he's doing. Um, do you think that if he did come out, that it would start a really, really people would lose their heads? Correct. I, I think I, I think the government needs to be clearer with people about what they're doing. I believe, personally speaking, initially I thought they were doing a good job. Now I believe they're doing a particularly bad job. But now there's people rubbing their hands saying, "Oh God!" So at uh, the fifth of May, "Oh God, we're going to cut." I'm this kind down. of getting a bit tired but, of everybody thinking that Tony Houlihan knows everything. Uh, that's, that's just my own personal opinion. Yeah, well, that's what's that's what's making me tired. Listen, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, Tony Houlihan is there to give out the facts every night on the television. Um, and uh, you, but I don't want to hear his opinion on what it's going to be like when it's all over. 
and what we should and shouldn't be doing as a, a culturally what we should and shouldn't be doing. That's just his opinion. I don't think he's there to give his opinion. I don't think he should be. In relation to Leo Varadkar and Simon Harris, I think they were in a very difficult position at the very start. Uh, they did the best they could from the start. They made mistakes. Um, but the problem is we're now five weeks, six, six weeks into it. They're still making lots of mistakes and they shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, Noel, for saying that. I appreciate that. And that's what they're doing, that's what they're doing every day. Yeah, sorry, Jeremy, yeah. Just, uh, just, can you just briefly explain one what you think Tony, why Tony Holohan is making a bit of a hames of it, or the government are making a hames of it? I didn't say Tony was making a hames of it. What I said, what I said was that Tony Holohan's job as the chief medical officer is to go on the television each night. Uh, very yeah. differently to the way it's being done in the UK and America, and to give us the facts. So many people, so many cases, so many deaths. That's that's basically what his job at the moment is, and obviously uh, to advise the government. Um, I don't believe it's his place to make comments like he did the other night, suggesting that when all this is over, that people who have a short cough or people, or when I say a short cough, people who have symptoms of a cough or a cold or have symptoms of a flu, that they shouldn't go to work and they should be treated socially like smokers. In other words, in other words, treated antisocially. Well, he did say that, yeah. So, uh, and, and I don't believe it's his place to make those sorts of comments. I think we, as a nation, decide going forward when all this is over how we should be socially conditioned. And I would hate to think that we will turn into a nation of people walking around like the people of Hong Kong did all their lives with masks on us, keeping yeah. our distance from people. Because I can tell you now, when all this is over and finished. And hopefully it will be soon. And in two years' time, if some geezer turns around to me and refuses to shake my hand, I will immediately assume he's just as rude as I would have six months ago. And I I understand completely at the moment why people wouldn't want to shake your hand or stand near you. That's just the way we are at the moment. And I understand that. I I agree with that. But when this is all over, if people start acting like that around me, I'll say you're an arsehole. Well, I'll just say this (laughs) now before I go. When it's all over, I mean. Yeah, you've hit it on the nail. You've said exactly how I thought, how I think, and how I will always think. I, I listened to a man the other night in the television, and I was appalled. He, you know, he's not God. He no, no, and, 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 and you're right. I, I think sometimes people, well, I'm not going to get too much into it, but, but I do believe that there is no clarity from the government at the moment. I agreed with Mary Lou said yesterday. They need more clarity. They need to be clear about people. They need to trust people with the information that they have instead of almost hiding it and throwing us little titbits and blaming us and saying there's complacency and pointing fingers and if there's only an extension on the lockdown it's only nobody but your own fault it's not our fault it's the fact that they can't get their testing together it's the fact that they didn't prioritise the elderly people in the old folks homes at the very start that's why so many people died now, it's, not, it's not our fault but at the end of both to be fair at the end of the day oh, can you uh, point your finger to any government on the planet that got it right possibly Germany possibly Germany. South Korea Taiwan, Taiwan, Germany, South Korea, Sweden seem to have a bit of a handle on it. We, we can all debate that and argue about it. They've done it differently. There as well, well the difference in Sweden is, yes, there will be more lives lost initially. Um, not very many more by the looks of things, by the way. Uh, but in the long term, they haven't destroyed their economy the way we have. And also, they haven't put people on lockdown, which is causing huge mental health problems and depression in this country. And that's going to be another big picture. And also, the effect of the amount of elective surgery and people afraid to go to hospital at the moment in this country is going to cause a catastrophe in about two years' time. Fair point. I was lucky now. I was, I was one of the last people to get elective surgery. Yeah. I was talking to a nurse last week, and she told me in her 20-something years as a nurse, she has never seen the wards so empty. Yeah. Never seen now, them so empty. 
And and the reason is is because people are and she said I'm really concerned about people who I know who are due back for surgery, um you know be it for their heart or be it for their lungs or be it for whatever it happens to be wrong with whatever ailment they happen to have and they have elective surgery and she said all those surgeries have all been cancelled and then she said I'm so worried about those people. Well, no, I, no, I, was, I was in Tala on the 11th of March now. Look at you, you look at you. Yeah, I was, I'd say I was one of the very last ones in there. Yeah, sorry, Dermot. Very quickly. I mean, is it okay to say I'm in for a procedure next Wednesday in the Beacon? Okay. Good. I hope, I, you, I hope I, you get it. I got, yeah, I got a call. And because the Beacon is, is normally a private hospital, it's now being, um, the government have taken them all over as public hospitals. I'm being treated in the Beacon next Wednesday. So I Wonderful. don't know what, well, I mean, that, that's great. And we had a woman on here three weeks ago crying because she is in for the fourth stage of cancer and her treatment had been cancelled. Well, I do not, for the life of you, understand that. Yeah, because um, what I'm getting done is not, thank God, is not life-threatening. So why am I getting, getting the procedure done and amid the, all of this and people that are very, very sick are not? That's all yeah, I'm about. Yeah, I know. I understand. Listen, lads, thank you very much. And Michael... No, I just allowed Light at the end of the tunnel. I think Dermot has shone a little bit of light there. And I, and I, I was going to mention this earlier on, but I didn't want to. But, but in saying that, a lot of people are talking tonight about the fact that there may be a cure very, very soon. Yeah. Well, and and then once that happens, once that cure becomes, you know, available to the general public, which t- shouldn't take too long, they'll mass produce these things very quickly. Um, what will happen is then, you know, it'll be let's go, business back. Yeah, well, I hope so, Niall. But as you said earlier on, Niall, and you're right, I'll just, say, I'll just leave you with this thought. If this, if this does work out, and I hope, please, God, I, I'll keep my fingers crossed. But what you're going to have after all this, Niall, you're going to have a depression, number one. I know, yeah. And the second one, then, you're going to have a recession. Well, well the, well, the recession is going to cause a depression and hardship and poverty, which in turn can take a lot of lives. We lost a lot of lives between 2009 and 2014 through depression and through the recession. And I just hope that doesn't happen again. I hope the economy can bounce back fairly quickly. Lads, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Andy. Uh, thank you to Pat. Thank you to Dermot. Everybody got involved. Now. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.